All right, we're with uh, we're with Caleb Sines, and it's a blessing to have you, brother. I'm excited for you. Um, real quick, could you tell us what God is doing uh, in your life and through your church? Yeah, we uh, felt the calling of God to plant a church. Mm-hmm. We felt that calling in uh, February of 2022. Really spent some time in prayer, uh, as you do in those moments. Uh, getting counsel from good friends and ministry, uh, our lead pastor where we've been serving at Alamo Community Church. And uh, we announced the church plant at the end of the summer and our core team has been meeting for about seven months. And uh, we're looking to launch the Garden Church here in San Antonio in the Medical Center area in in the fall of uh, this year, 2023. Praise God. If you're watching, give, give, give. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Well, I'm excited for you guys. I'm definitely praying for Mm -hmm. y'all. And so, but today we're going to be in Mark chapter 1, verse 16 through 20. Mm -hmm. And this is the call of four of the disciples. And um, I think discipleship is a word that's just kind of been... In, in the mainstream for a long time in the church, in the mainline church, um, but specifically now. And the questions mm-hmm. are, are you being discipled? What does discipleship look like in your church? But I often kind of think how a lot of times that's so far removed from the first century context, mm-hmm. what discipleship meant back then. Mm-hmm. And I think we tend to believe that Jesus was the one that started discipleship, but really discipleship had been going on for a while, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But the only thing is that Jesus takes the discipleship of his culture and he revolutionizes it. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to be uh, in verse uh, 16. And so if you could read these four verses and then we'll, we'll kick it off. Sure. I'm reading out of the ESV, Mark 1, 16. Passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in their boat mending the nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and followed him. Yeah. So right off the bat, Jesus is forming an elite team, an all-star team. (laughs) But ironically, it's misfits, right? It's Mm -hmm. people who weren't necessarily um, the elite of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'll kick it off to you. Uh, What do you think is happening here? What is the larger message here in this passage? So I think... uh, as you're saying, this passage has a lot um, to to tell us about the discipleship that was prevalent at the time in rabbinic culture and, and the ways Jesus kind of upends it. Um, one of the ways is, you know, you're using all-star as a, <laughs> as a joke, right? In yeah. the sense of like, um, these men that were picked were not typical of uh, men that would have been selected by rabbis mm-hmm. to, to be their disciples. And uh, the interesting thing about that to me is, as I study the passage, is um, what is surprising about this moment where they're called and what they come out of and step into uh, was actually foreshadowed in Jesus's own journey. We know that he comes from mm-hmm. Nazareth mm-hmm. Uh, out of Galilee, which is not a place that uh, at the time would have been um, the highlight of anybody's map. It's not mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, all hope and glory would have walked out of or or you know the the mess the messiah and his kingdom would have emerged from and so jesus himself steps from an unlikely place to inaugurate the ministry that will bring the hope 
of the gospel to the world. Yeah. And so in the same way, um, Jesus calls people out of unextraordinary, unremarkable circumstances into this adventure of discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What is interesting isn't just what they're doing. And they're not, you know, they're, they're misfits. They're, they're uh, not people who have been highlighted in society. Ty- mm-hmm. Typical of the time, mm-hmm. you know, these, these pupils uh, that rabbis would have, would have, uh, selected would have first selected rabbis, and so yes. rabbis w- at the time would not go, "Hey, follow me." Instead, yeah. they would have gathered and amassed a following of people who uh, trusted and admired their wisdom. Yeah. And out of that group of admirers and, and followers, uh, pupils would have stepped forward to to say, right. "I want to follow you. I want to learn from yeah. you." So then, this is where Jesus revolutionizes mm-hmm. even the culture of his day. So mm-hmm. I think um, the majority uh, of his teaching and his ministry and his work, uh, scholars call it the triangle. And mm. uh, so there's Beth Saida, uh, which it means uh, the fishing house or yeah. um, so v- large fishing community. Uh, you also have Chorasin. You also have um, Capernaum. It's where kind of a lot of this discipleship model was taking place. But mm-hmm. like to your point, there was a process, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would have been ideal for any child to grow up to be a rabbi. That yeah. was what was seen as like for us, like the president of the United States, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. it's someone who is valued, important. Um, everything else fell short to that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, what we see is like the first the the first school is called uh, Beth Sefer, mm-hmm. which is uh, up until twelve years old. Uh, this is where they learn the Torah. They memorize the Torah. That was mm-hmm. the point of the school is for them to have the Torah in their hearts. And so out of that first elementary school, they would find the top group, the, mm-hmm. the elite of that class, the valedictorians of that class, or yeah. um, the, the intellectuals, right? And so the ones who excelled, and then they moved those up into the next school, which uh, at this time in this society, it was only males, the, mm-hmm. the second mm-hmm. school. And so right off the bat, to see the, the disciples, as you were mentioning, being fishermen, meant that they didn't make it to that second school. Right, right. And so women probably didn't make it to the, the second mm-hmm, school. And mm-hmm. so so you see kind of like the outcast, the misfits, yeah. the ones that should not have been selected. Now Jesus is selecting. Yeah, so. absolutely. And and the other thing that's fascinating about that is uh, these people who are, are being selected are people who are known in the community in, in vocations and positions of being known in the community. And so theirs would have been uh, a transformation that would have been publicly visible. And so mm-hmm. Jesus is is already operating in the irony of of calling out the ones nobody would select yeah. to do extraordinary things that nobody can deny. Yeah. And um, I think of like in the sports analogy would be like, uh, you know, the rabbinic culture would be to operate with like a, you know, a, a Yankee uh, clubhouse uh, budget, you know, the top <laughs> of the league, you can spend on whatever you want, the best of the best. Yeah. And Jesus is taking a money ball approach, like, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to spend as little as possible and, and tell the greatest story we can, you know. Yeah. Played by Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. None of these disciples would have been uh, played by any stars for sure. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, to to that point, uh, these these guys were fishermen, which was the prominent the prominent mm-hmm. vocation mm-hmm. at the time, right? It, mm-hmm. um, from Galilee, this was uh, yeah. f- freshwater. There was a delicacy. Here we see the sons of Zebedee who um, have hired help. 
Mm-hmm. So they're, right. I mean, they're doing well in their yeah. business. Yeah. Their dad's mm-hmm. doing well. But when Jesus says, come and follow me, which again, it's revolutionary because yes. it would have been the other way around, a student going up to the rabbi and saying, I want to follow you. Right, right. Um, the fact that they can drop their nets, right, and leave it all behind, mm-hmm. um, just... Uh, it's it's interesting, right? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. what would it take for one of us, right, to let's just say we're working in our cubicle or we're working mm-hmm. wherever it might be, like in our industry, yeah. and some random guy who mm-hmm. um, isn't really uh, one of the top tier Pharisees, he says, come follow me. What would yeah. it take to drop everything? <laughs> right? Would you just follow this guy? Um, probably not. Probably right? not. Just continue working mm-hmm. and hate your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but continue yeah. at it. Right. Yo, for sure. I, I think that's what makes uh, Mark's gospel so interesting is when we when we see this passage in, in Luke and John, the circumstances are different. And I think because those passages are emphasizing different parts of this story, which are no less true. You know, you have John the Baptist in, in one of the gospels saying, hey, you should go check this guy out. And you have Jesus performing a miracle with the catching of the fish mm-hmm. and, and all those things in those and the telling of, of this particular passage in those Gospels highlights uh, a different approach to answering that call to follow. But Mark is really direct. I mean, you and I were talking like if, if Luke or John is like Charles Dickens, Mark is like Ernest Hemingway. It's short to the point and and almost like uh, one of the commentaries I was reading said it's it's hard to preach this passage out of Mark and not want to pull in the other ones. Yeah. But what uh, that commentary said, which, by the way, if you're listening, David Garland's Theology of Mark's gospel is fantastic. But he says what Mark is emphasizing is Jesus' authority. And so the immediacy of his call and the immediacy of their response highlights the same way that God sees and calls people in and through his prophets in the Old Testament. And so uh, what Mark is highlighting is really what it would take is is the Spirit's move, is is to to hear that call and to heed that call is is a work of the Spirit. And, And the reason that's important, so you have Jesus... Uh, picking otherwise uh, not very notable people from everyday positions uh, to follow him on this adventure. And you have this immediacy of this call, which is unlike what a rabbi would do and and not in any kind of response that you see anybody else doing. Mm. But what he's highlighting is that discipleship is ultimately, in its invitation, a gift. You can't earn it. You can't achieve it. It's something that Jesus extends to people out of grace. And there's a burden with it. And and we'll get get to all that. I'm sure talking about discipleship, but it starts as the grace of God to see you right where you're at and to call you to follow. And there was something there because they they abandoned their dad. Yeah, yeah. Imagine how upset. I'm yeah. I'm Mexican, so I know. And you know, obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, I think that um, to abandon your dad. Oh man, at yeah. work. Do you have memories as a kid of like holding the flashlight where dad's oh, working on the sure. car? Can you imagine oh, you just put sure. the flashlight down and go play with a friend or something? Yeah, yeah. Imagine like, but but I think now in this context, the dad would have understood as well mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned the first school, the, uh, yeah. the Beth Cipher, and mm-hmm. now this, you know, the prodigies, the ones that graduated yeah. from there at, at 12, 13, moved yeah. on to the next one, which mm-hmm. was the Beth Talmud. Mm-hmm. And so these mm-hmm. were 14-year-olds who would uh, not just memorize the Torah, they would go from Genesis mm-hmm. all the way to Malachi. Oh, wow. And so they mm-hmm. would make it true to their hearts. And then from there, the elite, the top yeah. 0.001 <laughs> uh-huh. of the population would then go and seek a rabbi. 
Mm. You know, and then they they would follow the rabbi to the point that they understood everything about Mm -hmm. him. They followed him. Um, And if this rabbi saw potential in them to be a rabbi as well, then he would say, okay, well, follow me. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you can be my apprentice. Mm -hmm. You can be my student. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you see like the culture of that day that it was so earned. And to your point here, Jesus goes up to the the group of fishermen and he Mm -hmm. tells them, I will make you fishers of men. Yeah. And so for us, I think it's easy. You know, we've kind of made that an idiom in our our church culture. But to them, it was something valuable. They were going to capture the minds of people yeah, the same yeah. way a, uh, a rabbi would capture the minds of his mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. Um, he would teach, you know, um, uh, and, and give them this gift of, mm-hmm. uh, of the word. But I think it's important for, for us to see that the, the progression of how hard it was to be yeah. selected to be a student. Yeah. Um, Progression's so, yeah. a good word. I think um, <laughs> inherent in that culture was the understanding of upward mobility, mm-hmm. that through effort, through family, through status, through circumstance, you could become, you know, that that mm-hmm. upper 1%. You could be valedictorian if you, yeah. you know, if you're in the right school, you get the right uh, scholarship. But uh, what what Jesus is doing from the very beginning is is highlighting a relationship of learning in the discipleship he's calling people to that isn't predicated on our effort or our ability, but simply on following. In fact, um, one of the things that's interesting is he he doesn't call them to any particular practice. He doesn't mm-hmm. say, come study the law with me, mm-hmm. which is typical, right? If you're yeah. selecting a rabbi, I, yeah. I want to learn from how they discern the law. He says, follow me. Mm-hmm. So rather than, you know, engaging in this relationship, you know, like a Jedi and a Padawan, or one day, one day I'll, I'll surpass you. Yeah. Um, I, I want to learn from this master until I become one. Mm-hmm. It's instead, follow me. I'm, and we hear him in Matthew say, I'm the fulfiller of the law. Yeah. So the law is important, but the law points mm-hmm. to me and I'm fulfilling it. And, and there's an adventure, there's yeah. a hope, there's a, a burden, but there's a joy in following me. So even that is different from, from what mm-hmm. rabbis might've done. Yeah. Um, he's not pointing to something else. He's pointing to himself yeah. and saying, follow me on this, yeah. ad, this, this life of discipleship. I love that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, kind of going back to um, just seeing the distinction, the dichotomy there, going back to the rabbi culture mm-hmm. and the rabbinical schools and things mm-hmm. like that. So once they became a disciple, um, they would, they would, uh, their goal would to learn the yoke of their yep. uh, rabbi. Mm-hmm. You know, they would spend time with him. Mm-hmm. Um, they would eat what he ate. They, they would uh, sing what he sang. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Slept right next to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an introvert, so that scared <laughs> yeah. me. I was like, I would not want to be in the same be room. We'll yeah, be fine. yeah. So, so yeah, they would they would do all these things, and so, um, but yeah, you're right. They he they would grill them on the Torah. Um, asking questions. Mm-hmm. So when the student asked a question, um, they would respond with the question and, mm-hmm. and continue going deeper in that way. That's why you see Jesus kind of answering questions with questions. Yes. That was typical mm-hmm. of rabbinicals, uh, um, systems and things like that. And so um, here it's important first to learn the yoke of your, your rabbi. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if Jesus is going to be our rabbi, yeah. we're going to learn his yoke. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then secondly is become like our rabbi mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um they would again say the same things they, they would become imitators mm-hmm. you see paul kind of saying the same thing you know be an imitator of me as i am yes. of jesus uh-huh. and so again this the same thought process and, and last 
actually it would be if the if the rabbis saw potential in them, you can be a rabbi one day. Okay, well, you'll carry on my legacy. Yes. Uh-huh. So I, I, we see Jesus kind of the same thing, telling them, you will be able to do the works yeah. that I do. But the caveat here is that it's not because of your own strength, kind of like you mentioned, mm-hmm. grace-filled. Yeah. It's because of the Holy Spirit that will be in you to empower you mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do those things. I, I love it. I, I wrote down this quote when I was studying uh, by Ched Myers. He says, the call of Jesus is absolute, disrupting the lives of potential recruits and promising them only a school from which there is no graduation. Wow. So it's, it's just a constant state of learning, but there's not... Uh, it's weird. Like what... Jesus offers us an education where we get the where we get the degree before we start the class, right? Like he invites them, and there's no. Um, when I think of discipleship in our modern context, I think it's complicated because it's relational and it's dynamic. And a lot of us, we really, uh, for good reason, we know like, okay, if you were to define a disciple, what would they be able to to do? They'd be able to define their faith, demonstrate their faith. Uh, duplicate or multiply their faith by by uh, inviting others to to join and participate in it, and I think the interesting thing is that's where we get to at maybe when we get into Acts when we talk about the disciples. Mm-hmm. But at this moment, there is no confession of faith. Mm-hmm. We don't hear Simon or Andrew or or James or John or even later Levi go, um, "Okay, I, I confess. I, here's I'm going to pray the sinner's prayer. I'm going to no their their faith is not uh, projected; it's enacted." Oh. And and the 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 development of their faith, the confirmation of their faith, the affirmation of their faith is in the following of Jesus. As as he is followed, he is known. And so it's not bad to have systems. But when I was reading this in particular, I, I was just wondering if sometimes our emphasis when it comes to discipleship is on the system. Yes. When in this moment, the emphasis was just on proximity to Jesus. What puts you in the way of Jesus? It's a Western mindset, mm-hmm, right? Everything mm-hmm. has to be um, either... A or B, binary, um, but and, and then also it has to lead uh, a systematized mm-hmm. mindset, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah. here you see that it's just a simply act. Mm-hmm. I love that that you mentioned that. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think we still, even though our culture is very different, we still struggle with the same impulse that Jesus flipped over? And what I mean by that is, um, as church leaders, do we often operate as rabbis, picking out the best pupils? Mm. Um, or as potential recruits, are we constantly vying for different the attention of different rabbis? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like this. We, we live in a, a modular um, evangelical culture. I can get preaching from this guy on his podcast. I can get worship from this church on my Spotify. The Garden, um, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be on Spotify. I'm just, kidding. but but that approach, yes. like we're still even though our culture is as different as can be from, from Jesus's in this day, the impulse is still there. And so the, the, the world, the perspective, the approach that Jesus is flipping over is still so relevant for us yeah, in, it's the upside in our down churches. kingdom. Yes, yes, he's flipping yeah. it all over. And what does it do to someone when someone tells you, hey, I believe in you? Yes. And, um, and so Jesus believed in them and their potential and their mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had created them. He loved them. Um, but imagine, I, I like to put myself in their position, like having not made it to that second tier, returning back to fishing, which was an honored, honored thing, respectable yeah. thing. But at the same time, it wasn't what was exciting, elite. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they felt um, like failures, 
broken, um, yeah, yeah. maybe by the mundane da- mm-hmm. daily routine. Mm-hmm. And so here comes Jesus saying, hey, I believe in you. I see something yeah, in yeah. you that you have the capacity to change the world, which ultimately they did, mm. thanks to the Holy Spirit in them. One one commentary I read said that the same eyes that saw these disciples uh, saw David in the mm-hmm. sense of like the brother that was not mm-hmm. noticed, mm-hmm. Um, the same gaze mm-hmm. of God. Uh, mm-hmm perceived these these men um the other thing that I, I really like too is um you know we've been doing with our core team uh walking through uh it's called the missional life course uh the church of the city of new york uh john tyson uh, his church developed it and one of the things they talk about is uh when you have a gospel or a kingdom perspective it imputes your context with new meaning and uh i, I can't remember in that that particular week of study if they highlight this passage but i I think it's really interesting. Like he didn't tell, I'll make you fishers of men to the tax collector. He mm-hmm. told the two people who are fishermen, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I think that the unique thing is that Jesus is imputing their uh, their history, their experience, their livelihood mm-hmm. uh, with a whole new meaning and significance. And so uh, it, it's already highlighting the kingdom's power to like redefine, recalibrate and overturn our understanding of context. And so even, even if they would have just looked at their vocations, oh, this is just what we do. Jesus yeah. is going, oh, I've been setting this up for a long time. Like, yes. like your understanding of this practice, I'm going to give it spiritual power mm-hmm. and kingdom significance yeah. and eternal uh, reality. You know, yeah. 